Hey, Playmakers, real quick before we get into today's episode, if you're one of those listeners that just cannot wait for that next episode to drop, and if you're over on YouTube and my website binging my content there, I just wanted to say thank you. It means the world to me. But just remember, the free stuff will only get you so far. So if you want my complete proven blueprint for opening a successful and sustainable play cafe or indoor playground business that is profitable from day one, I want to invite you to join me inside my signature course, Play Cafe Academy. Head to the show notes right now to get instant on-demand access to all 12 modules, your detailed pre-launch checklist, your 34-page business plan template, your plug-and-play financial model to help you estimate your startup costs and project your revenue, and everything you need to save time, money, and frustration throughout your entire opening process. For a limited time right now, you'll also get an entire month of free access to Playmaker Society, my invite-only membership created exclusively for Play Cafe Academy students who want to work with me personally to optimize and scale their businesses through coaching, guest experts, legal and operations templates, and plug-and-play resources, plus collaboration with over 220 other owners, plus so much more. Head to the show notes and choose your preferred way to pay in full or over time right now. You'll get more information on the current bonuses. You'll see some success stories of those who have gone before you and exactly what to expect when you join us inside the program. I will see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers. So in my previous episode, episode 168, I told the story of a failed launch turned multi six-figure offer. And at the end, I asked you to ponder a question. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. But if you have listened to it, just to recap, I asked the question, is there an offer in your indoor playground business or a specific service you launched? that isn't quite selling as much as you'd like. In that episode, I also mentioned that the reason behind the lack of sales might just be due to a lack of customer awareness and education. So in this episode, I want to talk about what a content blitz is and how it can help you overcome this obstacle. Now, keep in mind that this concept can be used for any of the underselling offers in your business, but in this episode and in the next episode, I'm going to give two specific examples. So today, we're going to talk about a time-sensitive content blitz, and in episode 170, I'm going to give an example of an open-ended content blitz. So to keep things specific and applicable to this indoor play industry, I'm going to talk about memberships today, and then in 170, we are going to use birthday parties as an example. So again, just giving you a heads up. So first, just to back up a little, what is a content blitz? 
And please don't get mad at me. I know I've been using a lot of football metaphors lately. I mean, as I'm recording this, yesterday was the Super Bowl. But it's really quite similar to a blitz in football. So in football, a blitz is where a team sends a ton of defensive linemen through the offensive line with one specific and singular goal between them to sack the quarterback and make a huge game-changing play. And like I said, a content blitz is really similar in concept. So a content blitz is when you spend a certain amount of time going all in on one of your service offerings. You share it so loudly and proudly and talk about it from all different angles and in different mediums that your customers literally cannot avoid hearing about it, no matter what platform they follow you on or how closely they're paying attention. Now, can you share other things during this period of content blitzing? Sure. You don't have to completely forego all of your normally scheduled content. But the number one priority for, let's say, two weeks or a month is to exert a ton of effort into overcoming that customer awareness and education hurdle for that one singular offer. And just like in football, executing a content blitz correctly can be game-changing for your business. And one more thing to keep in mind as we go through these episodes Even though I'm going to be sharing examples of utilizing these blitzes for different services, you can also use the same principles to build out your other business assets. So for example, you can do a content blitz around email list building. You can go all in during one specific month on getting as many of your customers and followers onto your email list as possible. Or you could work really hard for a specific period of time to gain traction or followers on your Instagram. And this concept is a lot easier than you might think. It just requires some intention and pre-planning to actually accomplish this transformative effect on your business. You cannot go half in on this one. So before I get into the 10 tips of this strategy or the 10 steps of this strategy, I just want you to mentally commit to giving this one a try with all of your effort because it just won't work if you take one tip from here and one bit from there. This is a powerful strategy when followed, but it will not get you that desired end result if you don't go all in and follow these steps in order as I recommend them. All right, have you committed in your mind? Set it out loud, written it down, something, anything? Good. Now let's go through the 10 steps of a successful content blitz. And remember, I will be using the example of a blitz with a specific time call to action, and we're going to be trying to increase our membership enrollments in this episode. So again, you can use it for any offer you want or any initiative, but just to, again, get really specific, I'm going to talk about memberships. All right. Step number one, set a goal. So the first step in any successful program or initiative will always be to set a goal. Since memberships is the example that we're using here, there are a few considerations to keep in mind when you're making that goal. If you are a smaller space, like less than 3,000 square feet, 
you would likely not be able to shoot for the moon and realistically serve 3,000 members in a month unless you are completely membership-based and won't be open to the public for open play or parties at all. So again, we have to be realistic here and work within our space constraints. And before I share my strategy for how I set my membership goal, there are a few things that we should keep in mind about members. All right, number one, members tend to learn our busiest hours and days and will intentionally plan to come at less crowded times. Number two, members tend to stay at our spaces for less time per visit since they come so frequently and they're not paying per visit like an open play or day pass customer would. Number three, members tend to spend more money on other items during their visit like coffee and snacks since they are not paying per visit to play. So kind of almost feels free. And then finally, number four, members will often bring in full price paying customers for open play that are more likely to convert into a member than a typical customer would be because they already have an in, you know, they're already friends with a member. So if you're worried about losing out on too much revenue from day pass customers, don't be just keep those four things in mind. So in our 2,500 square foot space, which could accommodate around 25 children safely at any given time, we found that 100 to 120 memberships was a perfect quote-unquote cap given the four points, again, we learned over time. This ended up working out perfectly for our business as well since our rent was around $5,000. Some years it was as much as $6,800 a month and some years it was less than $5,000 a month because we had an increasing schedule. So that's why I use $5,000 as the average. This is because our average monthly membership price was $50. So 50 times 100 turned out to be around in recurring revenue every single month. So essentially why I said this worked out for our business is because our memberships were covering our biggest fixed cost, our rent. This was such a blessing to both our business and my mental health and energy because due to our very low churn rate, meaning the rate at which members cancel, we could operate from a place of complete confidence knowing that we would have no issues writing that rent check every month because that $5,000 in recurring membership revenue was virtually guaranteed even with no additional sales or marketing efforts on our part. It was, again, just a deposit that we could count on. So if you need some more reasons that I think making memberships a priority will be a game changer for your business, just like a content blitz, just listen to episode 64 of this podcast. Again, that's one of the reasons why I chose memberships as the example for today's episode. But the point here is you need to come up with a number of memberships you'd like to sell during this promotion. So if you currently have 40 members and your ultimate goal is to sell out your memberships at, let's say, 100 Your goal for the splits would be to welcome 60 new members, which is realistic, again, if done correctly. And we're going to talk more about, you know, realistic expectations in episode 170. So just hang tight for that one. All right. Step number two, 
determine an incentive. So again, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, content blitzes don't necessarily need to have extra incentives built in, but they can certainly boost their effectiveness. So for example, if you plan on doing a month-long promotion, you can announce that any person who enrolls as a new member for the month of March will get an extra event pass or a month free or some sort of added bonus to move them towards a purchasing decision. Just be prepared that this may ruffle the feathers of some of your current members who have already invested in you. So in the past, I've quietly offered these bonuses to existing members as well, retroactively to thank them for their loyalty. The key is you can not extend this bonus to any members who enroll after the promotion is over or the whole thing will come up as inauthentic. But it is okay to kind of, again, retroactively offer this to current members. If you're doing a promotion for annual members specifically, which can often serve as a huge boost in revenue, especially around the holidays, you can work in a bonus just for annual pass holders or some sort of time-sensitive discount. So for example, you can do the promotion something like pay for 10 months instead of 12, which is what I offer to Playmaker Society annual pass members. So again, in addition to already saving as a member, they're getting extra savings by paying for the year upfront. This is the time to really lean into your strengths to reach your goals. So if your cafe drinks are all the rage, use that to your advantage and offer that as an extra time-sensitive perk. If your classes are highly sought after and super valuable, that might make people say heck yes when they see a free class pass included as part of your promotion. All right, step number three, set a timeline. This whole strategy will only work if you set a timeline with a start and an end date. If this doesn't feel right to you or you aren't really keen on offering additional incentives as part of your content blitz, that's okay. Stay tuned because in the next episode, again, I will offer a strategy that you will likely feel more aligned with. So if you're promoting one of your core offers or something that you're super confident in about you know, the price and the offer, that's okay. You don't have to add additional discounts or incentives. So that's what we're going to talk about when I give birthday parties as an example in episode 170. But for today, it's really important to set a timeline. I love the concept of having a membership month every single year where anyone enrolling at that time gets added benefits. However, if that seems too long or if you just don't have the bandwidth to create a month's worth of content, two weeks is okay as well. Just know that with vacations and crazy schedules and the algorithms right now, anything less than two weeks runs the risk of not reaching all of the customers who would potentially be interested in your offer, especially given, again, the currently very unpredictable social media algorithms and other news circulating the feeds right now. Which, by the way, is all the more reason I hope you've been listening to all my episodes about email list building and putting all of those plays of the day into action. We cannot control the Instagram or Facebook algorithm, but we do have a lot more control 
over our email list and being able to reach every single one of those people. Now, I prefer to choose a month where there aren't many holidays or other things happening. Again, unless you are planning to center this around the holidays and gift giving. Just know that if you do decide to do this around the holidays, you will be competing with a lot of noise and other promotions, but it can be super effective to, again, position the strategy towards gift givers. So just keep all of that in mind. Pick a couple weeks or a month on the calendar and just commit. All right, step number four, and this one is important. So if you're distracted, come back to me right now. All right, step number four, come up with a list of objections. Again, this step is key since the entire point of a content blitz is to arm your potential customers with the awareness and knowledge that they need to decide if the service you're promoting is a good fit for them. And that's the goal. The goal is not to try and please everyone and force your square-shaped offer into a round-shaped peg hole. The goal isn't to get as many customers as possible. It's to get the right customers into your world. By the end of your content blitz, people following along should have complete clarity around whether your offer is a good fit or if it's not. And if it's not, that's okay. Attracting the wrong customers with too much incentives or discounts will result in negative reviews and refund requests, which no one wants. So here's how I recommend coming up with your list of objections. Number one, ask your team. So loop your staff in and sit down with them and ask, what questions do you frequently get around this offer? Do people give a reason in terms of why they decide not to enroll as a member? Things like that and write all of these down because, again, you're going to forget about it as soon as you leave that table if you don't. So take copious notes. All right, number two, ask your customers. If you have a closed Facebook group for your customers, a focus group, or any smaller subset of your customers tagged in your email list or I mean, you could choose to ask this publicly. It was just never my style, but you can ask your email list, that subset of customers. You can post it publicly if that's your jam, but find a way to ask your customers. Ask them if they haven't became become a member yet, what their thought process is. Pay close attention to the topics and reservations that they bring up, but also keep note of the exact words they use because we will use all of this information that you're gathering in the next next step of your content blitz. All right, number three, this is when you actually create your list. So an example of the common objections or questions that you might get surrounding your membership offer could be, number one, the price is too high. Number two, I don't come in for open play often enough. Number three, the different tiers and pricing are confusing to me. Number four, I have multiple children and it's just way too much money. Uh, Number five, I'm afraid to commit to a contract. Number six, my kids get bored in the same space. And then finally, we don't have friends who'd come with us and my kids will get bored. Make sure you include some specific examples or screenshots for each one so you can feel inspired enough to create content in the next step. But 
Again, write down your list of common objections or questions. All right, step number five, create a content plan. So if you've listened to episode four of this podcast, which is a listener favorite where we created a year's worth of social media and blog content prompts, this will sound really familiar. We're going to go through a really similar exercise here, but instead of spreading the content out throughout an entire year, we are cramming it into your promotional timeline, which is why this is considered a blitz. It's designed to get big results in a condensed amount of time, whereas social media is just kind of maintaining your current flow of sales. So if you need a refresher on this exercise, here it is. And let's use the seven example objections that I listed just a few minutes ago as an example. And if you haven't yet, I want you to actually make this list, either write it down or use a Google Doc. I find doing this in a Google Doc is a lot easier because as you'll see, we're going to create some points under each one, which again, you can't do on paper if you wrote in pen or anything like that. So under each of these seven objections, I want you to create two to three talking points. So for example, if the objection is the price is too high, one talking point could be, you know, actually, if you plan to come more than three times a month, you actually save money. As we gear up for a recession, we need to always come back to money saving or time saving. We need to, again, allow people to justify making this purchase in their own minds. And of course, include the actual math here because people love to see proof. Next, you can add up the value of all the perks in your membership offer. And again, calculate how much people will actually save by becoming a member. Oftentimes, parents will forget that your membership offer has other perks besides the main one, which in this case is open play. So this is the perfect time to remind them. And by the way, talking points can be used under multiple objections. That's okay. Just try to reiterate the same information in a fresh way. Some people are visual learners. Some people prefer numbers. So even if it feels repetitive, that's okay. I'm sure by now that you've heard the old adage that people need to hear a marketing message on average seven times before they're actually moved to make a purchase. And I found that to be so true in practice, so don't be afraid if your talking points sound really familiar. So if you go through your FAQ or objection list and make three talking points for each, now you have 21 subcategories or talking points on your list. And before we move on, I just want to mention that you can create this list of objections in a way that inspires you to come up with whatever incentive you might want to include for this time-sensitive offer. So for example, if one of the objections that you come up with is, we don't have friends who'd come with us, offer a pack of bring a friend passes. Or for example, if one of the objections is that their kids get bored in the same place, talk about how much you refresh your space and rotate toys. Or Again, if people say they're afraid to commit, let them know they can cancel any time. Or, you know, you can really, again, center all of your content around these objections. And this is where people tend to get overwhelmed. But I promise 
it's easier than it seems. So just bear with me here. So under each of these 21 talking points that we came up with, if you're following along, I want you to commit to addressing it with three different mediums. Again, to ensure everyone, regardless of their learning style and their preferred platform, you'll make sure everyone will get the message. Mediums to choose from include a Facebook or an Instagram story. And by the way, stories can either be graphics, it can be you talking, it can be a team member talking, it can be a video. You can also choose a reel or a blog post or an email or a feed graphic or a feed video. You get the idea. There are so many different mediums to choose from. And by mediums, I mean content type. But Try to have a healthy mix of mediums, again, to cover all of your bases. And these mediums can overlap too. So if you create a blog or a video about how your memberships can actually save your customers money, you can easily email out a synopsis and then link to that post in your Facebook feed with a graphic. So this content plan isn't meant to overwork or overwhelm you, but trust me, it does take planning. Doing this does work though. It is so worth it if you actually execute it correctly. So again, this does seem like a lot of work, but again, we're looking to make a big impact on our business. So again, this is just one of those things that, you know, we got to do it because remember, even after the splits, this content doesn't expire. You will always have that blog or that video to refer customers back to if they have a reservation or an objection surrounding price, for example. Not only will having this content library be super helpful for you, it will also empower your staff with more customer education tools to have at their fingertips. So again, even though we're looking to make a big impact in a short amount of time, this will benefit your business in the long term. Because again, just to reiterate, all of this content can be reused and repurposed again and again to continue growing your business. So if you counted correctly, you should now have a list with 63 content prompts. Yes, that's more than one per day if you're doing a month-long promotion. The goal here isn't to meekly whisper your offer. It's not to say, you know, show up on Instagram and say, hey, by the way, This is meant to take up space and it's meant to literally shout it from the rooftops, you know, if you have to virtually in this case, but you could literally, I guess, get up on your roof and shout if you want. Don't recommend it. But again, this is your business, but I want you to go so all in that local media outlets and those types of people and influencers start reaching out to you and I want you to be so loud that people get sick of hearing about your memberships. That's the point. So please do not shrink or shy away from this. Your offer and your business is amazing and it is so deserving of this much love and all of the effort that you're about to allocate to it. Allow this offer that you're proud of to take up space. But If this step in particular feels like a huge daunting task, that's okay because I have some content creation tips for you in the next step. But again, I do not want you to shy away from this. It's okay to be extra loud and 
put a ton of effort into your offer because again, you created it for a reason, you're passionate about it, and it can help people, right? Think about all of the different ways that your membership can help the people on your email list, the people following you. Not just in terms of saving money, but in allowing their children to socialize and enhancing their play experience. So again, this is valuable to people. So don't be afraid to take up space and be loud about it. All right, that brings us to step number six, batch your content. Now, this step is crucial, especially, again, if you're feeling overwhelmed. And this is a big reason why I recommend mapping out a blitz a few months ahead of time. Yes, we are going for quantity here so that we are taking up space, but we can't forego quality either because a lot of loud content isn't going to move the needle in your business unless it's actually high quality and something that people care about and is relatable, authentic, engaging, all that stuff that we want our content to be. What I recommend is now taking all of the different mediums that you've collected and group them together. So for example, if per your content plan, your plan is to shoot 10 reels, record 10 longer social media videos, write 10 blog articles, batch 10 emails, create 15 social media graphics, and create eight story graphics. Again, that's a perfect example of a content blitz strategy using the seven objections, the three talking talking points, and the three mediums. Make a list of each medium type and write your prompts under each. So for example, again, write reels and then plan out the 10 reels that you intend to make and make sure you're as specific as possible so that when you're in content creation mode, you're not spending a huge amount of time going back and saying, wait, what was this reel about again? What was the talking point I want to address? Make sure you plan everything out in advance as much as possible so that again, when you're in that content creation mode and your hair and makeup is done and you know all that good stuff, you can just boom, 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 whip out those reels and it's not as overwhelming. So again, plan out each piece of content in advance. So not just the talking points, but if you're planning reels, choose a trend to follow or note a sound that you plan to use. If you're planning blogs, create a title and an outline ahead of time and set a date to get, to get each one of these medium types completely knocked out and completed. And by the way, if you're not a great video editor or a real editor, it's okay to ask for help. Go back and listen to my episodes about hiring virtual employees or virtual assistants, or just hop onto Fiverr and find somebody that is a great video editor or a blog creator. Again, this is an investment that you're making in the short-term and long-term success of your business. So this is absolutely a place where I would hire help if you need it. Now, some people find that it's easier to batch their content per objection, but I find that batching in terms of, you know, medium type is much easier. So you just have to test it out and see what works best for you. I typically recommend only two to three content blitzes per year at most, or it gets to be a little overwhelming for both you and your audience. So again, even if you're feeling overwhelmed, just tell yourself that you're going to get big results, even if you only do this twice a year. And again, don't be afraid to ask for help. 
You can also delegate some of your blog writing to your internal team since you've already created an outline or again, hire virtual help like I talk about in episode 163. But if you do plan to do it all yourself, give yourself some time and grace because yes, this is a lot. And keep in mind, your videos don't need to be like 30 minutes long and every single blog post doesn't need to be 2,500 words for this to work. As long as you're fully addressing the objection and giving some anecdotes and examples and stories, and as long as you're engaging your audience in a fun and authentic way, your content will be effective. And it doesn't have to be perfect or polished or highly edited either. You can let your customers in on some behind the scenes exclusives, which can really help form that relationship that is so crucial for a high ticket sale, like a birthday party or a recurring sale like a membership. But here's the thing, batching or at least creating content before your blitz begins is crucial. Even if you're listening to this episode and you're trying to convince yourself right now that you can kind of create on the fly as you go, I promise you will lose energy and not have enough energy left to answer questions or messages that come in or You won't have enough energy to show up in the comment section and engage. You will burn out during this process and it will make the strategy much less effective. Now, when you're planning on when to schedule each piece of content out, this is also something where you need to do what feels best for you or test it out. You can always rearrange what is going out based on what's working. So for example, one week you might just spend talking about price. One week you might spend talking about the different perks or how beneficial play is for early childhood development. Or you can you know, talk about five different objections in one week and then talk about another five the next week and kind of pick and choose that way. Again, do what feels right or test and tweak as you go. It's okay to tweak and mess around with your schedule, but again, you don't want to be creating content from scratch During the blitz, you want to conserve your energy. Again, I prefer to mix it up in terms of objection and medium. So, you know, the content is fresh and people aren't hearing about the same thing over and over in any given week. But again, you may want to spend one full week tackling each objective. It's totally up to you. All right. Step number seven, announce your initiative. So once you're well on your way in terms of content creation and you have your promotional calendar mapped out and you have your dates planned, let people know what you're doing. Now, you don't have to use the term content blitz or share your number goals with them, but looping them in will help dispel any confusion when you all of a sudden sudden start making one thing your clear primary focus on your social media channels and in your email. So as I mentioned earlier, you can call it membership month or a birthday bonanza. Come up with something clever and mention the incentives that you'll be offering, if any. Share how excited you are about letting your customers in on the offer, again, that you put so much heart and soul into creating. The more enthusiastic you are, the more energy is able to really emanate from your screen. So the more energy and enthusiasm you show, the better. That makes it really feel like you're coming from a place of service, which you are, and 
It's going to make it seem like your content blitz isn't just a money grab or, you know, a run-of-the-mill promotion. It will make your followers feel like you're actually delivering value and trying to help and serve them. You're not just delivering sales pitch after sales pitch. All right, tip number eight, go all in on execution. One of the best things about batch creating content in advance and scheduling it to post automatically is that, as I mentioned, it will leave you with tons of energy to go all in on execution. This is not the time to post and ghost. You can go live during your promotion to answer questions. You can hop in those comment sections and engage. You can answer emails and DMs in a timely fashion. So again, while I said not to create content from scratch or anything like that, you can still create content in the terms of going live or going live on your stories or doing a quick story saying, hey, you know, I know I've been talking a lot about memberships. A couple extra questions have come up. So yes, you're creating content. But again, when in the previous step, I think it was step four when we mapped out all our content, that's the content. That's your cornerstone content. That's the stuff that's really crucial to create in advance. So again, having your energy and answering all of these questions and stuff in a timely fashion is crucial because while your content will educate and spread awareness, you still need to actually close sales and make conversions here for you to feel an impact in your business. And, you know, some of this will require intervention or your staff's intervention. So either from you or your team, especially if you're reaching many people who are new to your business and have never visited before and have lots of extra questions. So again, go all in on execution here, set aside extra time, hire extra help, put extra people on the calendar to answer phones or emails or messages. Again, plan ahead for this. You will get an influx of messages at an accelerated rate, more so than you would during a normal month. All right, step number nine, celebrate along the way. So as you welcome members, celebrate. Not only will this make those who purchase during your promotion feel special and seen, and therefore their decision will feel validated, it will also create tons of FOMO or fear of missing out, for those on the fence, and that will lead to more and more sales. So you can either go live and thank people, you can create a graphic and welcome new members. Again, whatever style feels right to you. Going above and beyond in recognizing those who jump on board will be a game changer in this strategy. So even if it feels you know superfluous, this is a step that you don't want to skip. Every single time I do an affiliate launch, for example, which is an example of a content blitz, I create a post-it wall and I'll write people's names on it when they buy and I'll thank them individually unless, you know, they ask me not to. I've seen people do this with balloons, allowing members to put a handprint on the wall, creating a community board in your business with member names. There are truly endless possibilities, especially with a brick and mortar space and In the show notes, I'm going to link to the blog for this episode so you can see an actual picture of my post-it wall from my last affiliate launch. But choose something fun that people will want to be a part of because it feels really great to be recognized and feel like you belong and are valued. And that's exactly what this step does for your customers. 
All right. This brings us to the last step, step number 10. Thank your customers. So once your promotion or content blitz is over, whether you reached your goal or not, because again, we're keeping our number goals internal here, thank your customers. Acknowledge that you are way more active than normal on social media and in their inbox, but be sure to restate your purpose for the noise. Bring the attention back to your original intention, which was to spread awareness about an offer that you poured your heart and soul into and that you know would be extremely beneficial to your customers if they just knew more about it. This subtle nod to your followers is a great way to show appreciation whether they decided to purchase or not. Because even if they ended up on the non-buyer side of of the fence this time around, they may be in a different circumstance or position next time you run a similar promotion. So while you should never apologize for taking up space, it's okay to embrace your followers once in a while just for being there, reading the words and messages that you put out into the world. And by the way, if you're afraid of losing a lot of followers or subscribers specifically during this content blitz, I actually have a podcast episode about how to really prevent this that I will link in the show notes. It's a very simple strategy to implement, and this is a perfect example of when you should use this. So again, I'm going to link it in the show notes, and it's a way to not lose any email subscribers during a content blitz. All right, Playmakers, that is my 10-step content blitz strategy. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one as much as I enjoyed putting it together. I know your mind might be bursting with ideas and possibilities right now, but I'm going to keep this really simple for you. Your play of the day isn't to go all the way from steps 1 to 10 as quickly as possible. Today, I simply want you to choose an offer that you might think is a great fit for this strategy and choose a month that works for your calendar and whatever else you may have going on in your business. Just have that basic information ready because in the next episode, I'm going to give you, again, a second example of a content blitz, and it's not until after you wrap up listening to that episode that I'll ask you to start assigning dates to the rest of your steps. So hang tight and fight that urge to feel overwhelmed. And if you're in Playmaker Society, I'm going to ask you what your topics will, will be as soon as I get back from Disney World because If you're listening to this episode as it gets released, I'll be in Disney with my kids. But again, if you're in Playmaker Society, we're going to be talking about this a lot and I'd be happy to help you execute this strategy as I always am happy to help. I can't wait to see what you create and how you take up space with your brilliant ideas and offers with the Content Blitz strategy. Have a great day, guys. Send me all the good vibes since I'm in Disney as you're listening to this as a non-Disney person. And I will see you right back here with the second step of the content blitz or the second episode in this series in just a couple of days. Bye.